Boom, what's up everyone? Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Rags to Riches podcast. Um, Just a quick heads up, if you are a girl in India, a young girl, you are thinking of going to university, to college, um, you are wondering whether that's the option for you or whether you should go it alone and you have other ambitions, then this podcast is for you. Um, just to give you a bit of a brief, according um, to Crunchbase, in 2017, only 17% of startups in the US had a woman founder. And now that number is even lower in India, of course. But today's um, today's guest, Nikita Shiv, is one of those CEOs and a very successful one at that. Um, she's the CEO of the Mana Network. Um, which is her baby right now, which is a digital network that connects VCs, startups, agencies, influencers and experts um, and allows them to help help each other for a sustainable ecosystem. So she's doing some very good work there. But what I'm going to do is try and uncover her exact story, so where it all started, whether she had something like the, the Manon Network in mind when she was younger, was that something she wanted to do whilst in college? Um, what did she do at college exactly? Did she want to go to college? All these questions I'm going to ask her. So I'll just get her online. And just there we go. Nikita, are you there, my friend? Hey, Richard. Yes. And thank you so much for having me on today. No, thank you for coming on. And uh racing us with your presence i'm absolutely so excited to you know listen to your to your journey like yours specifically obviously I I, we'll get into um the manor network which you kind of run but mm-hmm. i'm really interested in your journey you know from starting right at the start maybe as you you were a child and uh how all this kind of came about so the first question i had for you is kind of like um in in uh, in short form, how did this all start for you? You know, how old were you, or was it a kind of thing that just came out of nowhere, or did you have some direction as a child, or what? Uh, a, a bit of both actually, because uh, I've always wanted to start something of my own, right? Like, as in, I never had the idea of what I'm going to do, but that was something that always attracted me, attracted to, attracted, uh, you know, because. There have been quite a few, um, say, bus- like a couple of my cousins had ran a couple of businesses and I've always been interested, interested in what they're doing and how they're doing it. So what I did was, uh, I'm an engineer though, right? It's, it's nothing related to what I'm doing right now. That's, that's the story of almost every Indian here, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I did my engineering in MIT, right? Uh, Manipal, not the other one. So. And then, so when I was doing my engineering, I did quite a few things, right? So we started a small company in the first year of college, right? That was just um, selling, you know, college t-shirts and say your uh, laptop covers and small things, right? right. So that, that, was, that, was a, that was my first step towards this journey. And it did work out to an extent, but it's, it was not something that was sustainable. So we tried that out and then... And then I, I didn't really, you know, sort of uh, build build on it or do anything for say for the next two years because you know your curriculum gets pretty hectic. Yeah. Right. So and uh, so we have uh, this. So we finished seven semesters and and the eighth semester we get a chance to do an internship anywhere, right? 
so i got and since since i was an engineer so i had to do a technical internship to get my grades up and uh, so i started working with uh, dell emc okay so i did my internship there and uh, i'm not too sure if you've heard uh, about the traffic scenes in bangalore uh, in bangalore the traffic you know gets worse every uh, three months right so uh, when i used to work with dell i had to travel for two hours in the morning and three hours in the evening and I did that for a couple of months and then I realized, you know what, this is not something that I can do and I got a place uh, very close to work. So that saved like, you know, five, six hours a day. And uh, I, I, that's when I started doing two jobs at a time. So I have worked with quite a few startups, right? So I had my engineering work thing a little separate and I just wanted to get a little experience of, you know, how to, how to uh, say how to market things or how to, so I did, I, I was, I've been the founding member of quite a few startups here, like you're stepping out and I worked with this other sports company called Footy Culture and then I did a marketing thing for a couple of events, uh, like, you know, these cricket events that are pretty massive in Karnataka as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, can I just stop you there? I just want to mm-hmm. ask really quickly, because mm-hmm. I'm just imagining like uh, other like girls in your position doing something mm-hmm. along your lines, because let's, you know, as you said, it's something that maybe a lot of people find themselves in doing an engineering degree, mm-hmm. um, but have other ambitions and stuff like that. So how, how did it happen where you started working for a couple of these startups? Like how, how did that actually happen? Did you make it happen? How did you come across these companies? Was it an idea of yours and you went to start it yourself or? Um, a, a little, uh, it's, it's actually a couple of like say uh, two companies, my friend, so he, he wanted to start something, right? And he said, you know, I'm in this place where, um, you know, I can't really pay you as much. And then I said, you know, I don't want I'm not looking to like sort of make money right now. So I worked at, I worked for him for six months and they literally didn't have money to have like three employees then. And today they're so big, like they literally have a team of say 60 people today, right? So I was, so we did the hard bit. Like, so I knew how exactly to start everything from scratch and grow it to this level. Right. right? So, and then we went, and then I also want to get a little experience in the marketing side. So that's when I started uh, working with uh, the sports company that I dealt with. So there was there was uh, another friend of mine who is uh, already like, you know, and, and they needed like a little help. So that's when I got in. But then in two months, I started leading the whole uh, so did, marketing how did you side. Get, get in. Was that, did, were you again working for free? Uh, no, I was working. I was not working for free, but then I was working for a very, very less amount, like say, you know, 10,000 rupees or 5,000 rupees. So it, because that that's what I used to travel again to the company and that's about it. So yeah. at at one point, uh, you will not believe it was just, you know, I used to go to work, go to this work. And then I also tried maintaining a little bit of my social life. So I, it, it was like, it was almost like I'm living off a suitcase, right? I was just like running around everywhere, trying to get in as much as I could. Um, so, so the thing is, even though I didn't have like, you know, a set plan of say, this is what I wanted to do exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I tried and made my foundation really strong, right? To get that. And I think that's what gave me a jump start ahead because it's, it's since when I started MANA and, and it's grow it's growing at a much, much higher pace because I know what to avoid, what are the things that, you know, I don't have to go through all the experience again because I've already gone through it. Right, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you how I made the switch, though. Uh, I, I don't, I have, I'm, I have nothing against people working at corporate, just to make it clear. But um, like I said, so, so these, especially Delhi MC, it has a beautiful work culture, right? So it's, it, it makes life really, really comfortable. Yeah. So it's, 
and they pay you a lot and and I saw a lot before I got into this and uh, so when uh, so since since it's that comfortable people tend to stay there for say 10 years 15 years at least mm. right so uh when one day i was just thinking and i was pretty happy with you know because there's so much time and there's uh, i'm also doing different things that i want to and i'm getting enough money out of it but then you know you realize that you're doing exactly the work the guy with probably 10 years of experience is doing yeah. right so then yeah then I, and then i got that sort of scared me because i'm like in 10 years is this where i want to be you know yeah and yeah so that 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 was one of the main reasons what you know it struck me and i'm like you know what there is no correct time for it and it's time for me to sort of take this risk and you know move out and yeah. try this out yeah so that's how that's how i made the switch My mom got really yeah my mom was really scared though, because you know Indian parents again because they're like oh why would you leave such a good job why would you leave such a big company and you know but but it was fine though yeah i mean i i guess this is a kind of problem that a lot of um young indians will face is the kind of pressure from their parents about getting these kind of jobs and if you do you know you don't leave these kind of things Um, right. And it's good to see someone like yourself who would leave such a position. But one one thing I've uh, found from talking to all these people is that things become successful if you just follow. You know, it sounds a bit hippy, but following your instinct and your heart. You know, what feels right at the end of the day. Would you That's agree? That's very true. That's very true. I mean, I don't know when you because I always had the thought but you know you just feel like you know you'll be like okay this is the time I need to just go do this and you just need to do it because if you don't push yourself then then you're just going to do it probably 25 years later with a lot more pressure and with a lot of you know it's, it's because I've seen all of my managers you know moving out at say 45 46 and they're like now I'm done now I'm going to do this so why not start earlier like if you can and if you have the ability to do it like why not yeah exactly and but i think what's good about what you said is something that i would take away um mm-hmm. is is that right at the start you know you were happy to take minimal amounts of money in some cases maybe work for free it's nothing about money at all you all you are bothered about is just um you know building that foundation and one thing i think that kids not just kids but people feel nowadays entitled you know they get mm-hmm. certain qualifications they feel oh i shouldn't be doing this kind of work for this money you know because they feel i should go straight up and earn this amount or they should be straight at this position and i think that sets you apart from you know let's say right now there are thousands of people doing engineering so you say what is the difference you know how can you make yourself different to uh, these employers and right. quite often just like what you said is there are people who are putting themselves out there and gaining that foundation without the notion of needing a certain amount of money or a certain role you know i think that's yeah, really yeah that i think it's mostly to do with again you know your parents be like why would you go to a job where you get 10000 when you can actually make 40000 you know because they don't see the long goal and they want you to choose a safer option right and uh, even even to, to today like i actually that that's such a main factor because when i hire people now right so it, i take i think i take two or three months to just to train them right so i wouldn't i don't believe in paying them and training them right so i i actually differentiate people with who actually don't mind coming in and learning 
and then I would pay them whatever amount. That 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 doesn't matter once they are actually you know adding value to the company. But people who come and say, you know what, I cannot do this for you know twenty grand. I can't. I'm like, you know, that's that's not, that should not be your goal at least at this point. Yes, right? for sure. That's a that's a huge thing. Yeah. Um, one thing definitely that I I'd love people to take away, you know, listening because it was the same with um, when I was speaking to Varun Maya, mm-hmm. um, and just one thing that kids need to be not just kids but people going down this path wanting to follow their own you know take or go away from the pressure build something themselves is one thing is to not be so bothered about the the money like that you know be uh, be moldable so um another thing i wanted to kind of ask you is mm-hmm. um where is it yeah, so as a, let, let's just say you, you, you made that jump and you created the MANA network. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about that? You've already spoke about the, the leap, but how did that all come about, the actual idea um, and the journey that has made? Okay, so uh, MANA also has a very interesting actually and it has to do, uh, you know, it's, it's also associated to podcast. So I'll just, I'll just like, you know, brief it up. Uh, so in, I, I started working with uh, Varun for a while, right? So I was uh, part of the Avalon Labs initially, mm. and then you know I wanted to start something of my own. And we already had, so we we had a very strong network, uh, say with a couple of founders, because I'd already worked with a couple of startups, and then you know, I met a couple of more founders, and we also had a few investors on our list, right? So what uh, we thought, so when, before, uh, okay, I'm not sure, I'm not too sure if you know this, but before MANA Network, I ran this company called Calm India. Right, okay. Okay, okay, so that was a mental health CBT platform that we did for a while, and now it's pretty automated, so so you don't really need to uh, take care of that. So uh, so then I tried to get in an, a round of investment uh, into Calm India, so I spoke to a lot of investors, so I knew a couple of investors, I knew a couple of founders, and initially, Mana started off as this company where um, we we sort of connected these uh, investors and these founders offline, sorry, online, because we we were anyway doing it offline, and we thought, you know, why not digitalize the whole process? But the gap, the the difference, what we wanted to bring bring in here was, uh, say, for example, your Indian Angel Network, your Let's Venture, all of these things where you 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 make a profile, but then you never keep it updated. Right, so it's a one-time thing because even I've done that. I've put my profiles everywhere for the previous company that I ran, and you just don't tend to go and update it, and it doesn't make sense for like your revenues change every single month, your revenues change yeah. every quarter, and nobody bothers updating it. Right, it's 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 a very uh, boring process, and it's a very manual thing, and then you just do it. So we wanted to somehow, you know, sort of break that as well. So it started off as a company which only dealt with investments initially, but then. Um, I started doing podcasts with a couple of founders as well, right? Because I don't know. So to just get in people on the platform, I started talking to founders, and you know, we used to talk for hours. Like we used to tell, you know, like the found other founders tell me his story. I would exchange my story, and and I and then I realized why not actually sort of do a podcast with them, right? Mm. So I started talking to these guys. Um, now I actually do. I'm not getting time to do it, but um, and so when I so. Then I realized that you know it's not only the investment side of it, but we can solve a lot more issues by just connecting people in the ecosystem. So we got in agencies, we got we got in investors, we got in accelerators, we got in experts, 
and so so the thing was uh, we still had a couple of issues right one is the data updation that that i spoke about and the second one was there was a lot of people who who you know spammed into it because uh, you, you could you could send messages to these people and then that was a big disadvantage because we had to manually do it so we want to sort of and there were about say 15 issues that i probably came up with in the process of running the third version of mana and So right. now uh, we have uh, my next product. It's 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 a whole different uh, thing altogether. That's coming up. That's getting released on the fifteenth of July, <laughs> right? So it's um, hello. Yes, come. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, the fourth version of Mana that we're going to release, where um, you know it's 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 this beautiful platform. It's it's basically like your um, LinkedIn, but for companies. but at the same time like if i am a startup i can i can literally get access to all the all the agencies all your influencers all your accelerators apply for events apply for programs so it's it's basically like a one stop solution for everything that a startup would want to just start off or you know carry forward and get that step ahead uh, rather than go and do everything manually and you know uh, do it like you can do this probably in 3 months instead of doing it for like like a year or two so right So, so how does that make money in itself? Uh okay so how we plan to make money is uh with with the current uh thing that we're coming up is so it, like it's it's different for different users right like an agency will pay a subscription to be on the platform because every every customer on this platform is their potential customer um and we're going to uh, so there's a whole credit system that the startups will have where you know they they spend a little amount of credits to contact someone and get in touch with someone or use one of the services or probably buy tickets to the events so they'll have to buy a couple of credits as well to keep uh, the services going so it's it's we have we i think the financial model is a little complicated because it's it's a little different for different users but yeah. i think but i think for the user the platform's extremely clear and convenient so that's that's where we wanted to concentrate on right it's okay if it's a little difficult and complicated for us but we want to make it extremely convenient for the user so yeah that's one thing I mean, yeah mm-hmm. i mean i've thought of it as a as a bit of a tough task before is that um companies who are trying to maybe startup companies who have investors who are trying to find someone who can really fit with their brand as a as a as an influencer someone mm-hmm. who can re- who can give top top technical work when it comes to like video production and editing um and it seems that you're you're making that step uh, very simple for the for the client right. so exactly right so these are the things that sort of waste your time and and for and for founders since we're not making that much money initially like every month matters right So I yeah. want to sort of solve as much as we can, and then we got a lot of interest from these accelerators where you know they wanted to come push their startups onto a platform and you know sort of push their program so they can get startups to their uh, accelerator program. So it it became a very like a close knitted but a very huge ecosystem where everyone's you know benefiting out of it in some or the other way. Yeah. Amazing, so, and, amazing. Yeah, in in addition also like and um we started so since we had such a strong online network, right? So I've started doing these uh events and offline events, okay? Yeah. So it's called it's called the bar episodes. Yeah. Okay, so we that bar stands for uh, build aspire and rise. So what we do is uh so the first episode we we want to try out, you know, how it's going to work because I, because everyone keeps telling me uh you know I, even i i go to a few networking events where i get to talk to founders and i thought why not like 
make it a little at a larger scale right so the episode mm. one was not at a very large scale but we still got about uh, you know to more than more than 200 founders you know we i had mm. uh, about like 100 investors coming in we had quite a few uh, service base coming in and and so it's it's it was a very very good event right and and the reviews that i got from it uh, you know people said you know we have not learned so much in what we learned in the past 3 years in the, in the last 3 years and you know like people are really happy so what right. i'm doing now on the august 24th is uh, we have been making a massive event right so it's 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 for i think we're at, at least i think we're ex- at least expected to get about say 2000 3000 people together mm. it's a whole day event and we have um, we work is sponsoring there there are main event sponsors and we're doing it at ub city so that's like the that's actually the the best place in bangalore to do it and so we really, and and the only thing last time i thought was i don't want to make this event as you know like people just come and you know who attend a few workshops and you know make it like a very serious thing but it's a, i want to make it like a whole day thing where they come talk to different people network with different people probably you know have you know display their products and you know it's, it's and there, there's also an award startup awards night for uh, 7 o'clock so it's like a whole day thing that we're doing and really looking forward to it though but yeah it's it's, it's again events is a whole different lot of work together because you need to get in sponsors you need to get in speakers you need to get in the production side of it it's it's a lot of work but but i i hope it's going to go well though that sounds absolutely amazing so uh, how would people um find out about this event exactly and um, come yeah so we so they have to buy tickets or? yeah they'll have to buy tickets so we will i think it's about 1000 bucks for the whole day so we we really don't want to charge too much because that's not where we want to make money though and uh, But yeah, so there is uh, we have a website for it all together. It's called thebarepisodes.com, and so we have uh, events. We're, we're marketing it everywhere. We are also uh, giving out a few free tickets to all these uh, hackathons that are happening as for the winners, and you know, so we're we're doing we're doing marketing offline and online. So I think you, you might hear about it on the radio stations as well. Too. That's if I listen to the radio stations. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm sure I'm sure other people are. But um. What that leads me to ask you, uh, mm-hmm. Nikita, is um, maybe scrolling back a bit. So, what difficulties, let's say, in India, have you faced? You know, being a CEO, because um, mm-hmm. I mean, it says, um, you know, and it was in. I think I read this on one of your articles online that in mm-hmm. 2017, only 17% of startups in the US had a woman mm-hmm. founder. Now that's yeah. obviously a lot lower in India. So, what difficulties have you faced with just that being a fact in India? Has it been easy? Of what um, tasks have you are? Uh, what have you had to overcome? Um, to be honest, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I went through a lot because I did have a good support system. Like yeah. my friends are pretty supportive, but at the same time, you always have that. You know, you're still differentiated, right? So. For example, if I go to the same meeting and if there's, uh, you know, the, the credibility is still less when a, it's when it's a woman founder, and I'm not too sure why because people still think, um, you know, that it's it's a short term when it comes to women founders, right? And and they believe that it's they're going to probably do it for a couple of years till they get married, and then they're going to their priorities are going to change. So there's no point investing as much money because it's only for a couple of years. So all that still runs in people's head, sadly, but. I think um, it's sort of improving nowadays, though, because uh, I, I also saw a lot of 
uh, discrimination in the corporates as well right it's not only where in yeah. you know at this stage right so it's, it's there's there's always that difference but i think i think it's improving though so and i do i'm not uh, as much as i support so we do uh, i do I'm, i'm also associated to a couple of companies which basically work with these underprivileged uh, you know they bring in all the underprivileged women together they sort of give them some uh, some kind of work they sell their products so we try to encourage and get in as much uh, as many women as possible to come and work but at the same time i'm not someone who's going to sit in crib and say you know what uh, it's going to be so much harder for me because i'm a woman and 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 then because it's it's only going to bring us down right so it yeah. i think the more the more of us uh, if more of us come out and say you know what this is not the thing and we try and tell them that you know if this if you're here for the longer term and you know show show that commitment i think people will tend to change and people will start changing right so yeah it's a it's a process actually. and it's and it's and it's something that we all accepted and because there's no point complaining about it but because it is true and it's been like that for years right so it's it's always better to take the positive bit and break the barriers rather than just sit and crib about it so yeah that's how i look at it yeah yeah very good attitude and and i definitely think it's uh inspiring or will inspire um younger girls you know wanting to follow this kind of line whether it whether it's in this kind of network exactly um or in any you know any general way of, of wanting to make their own thing make their own business um right. and become a, become a ceo so that leads me to uh, one question which was be because i said the, i say this to pretty much everyone and it's in hindsight um and obviously you can't do this <laughs> for real but i always wonder like if you could look back you've learned all of this number 1 what is there anything you do different and number 2 if you're going to advise people on this journey who are let's say going to college to do engineering um what advice would you give so let's go with the first one um okay if i would change anything um I don't think I would because I'll tell you why right so I know my engineering degree is absolutely useless at this point and I I could have probably used this for years to do something better right. but I think your college experience teaches you a lot more than just the curriculum right so it there's right. there's a lot more to it like I I learned how to you know I got the exposure to talk to people I met I met since I I studied in Manipal I, I met people from all over India so my my vision and when i plan things it's it's even to market things right you need to understand people from different states because india is a very diverse diversified country and you need to understand how each person works and how how you can sell so probably what how i could sell to bangalore is not the same way i could sell to delhi uh, right yeah. so it gave me that exposure so i wouldn't change that for sure and and also i met i met wonderful people who are you know uh, responsible for where i am today also and So that's one thing and and the thing is after that soon after college I I sort of worked with multiple startups so I wouldn't change that as well <laughs> but but It's... I still I I still tell a lot of people nowadays right like so a lot of people ask me they're like so I'm doing this but I don't like it and you won't believe half half of my employees uh, are engineers and then they're also doing nothing related to engineering right so when they come for interviews and they and I ask them so uh what do you what do you look forward to doing here and they say anything but my what i learned in college <laughs> because they're not at all interested yeah. so um but i wouldn't change anything as such but what i would you know recommend is that if you know what you want to do at least like have an idea 
so uh, i you know if you have the liberty to sort of go for it from the beginning please go for it but if you yeah. actually have the pressure of not going for it i wouldn't ask you to go all rebel and fight against it but you can yeah. always do 100 things to work simultaneously right yeah so I you think can that's... always help yourself grow in that direction yeah and i think that's key what you said there is that Look, I, I I think a lot of people will be under huge pressure to to go to college and to do these type of things, and I think from what you're saying, people need to look at the positive side of things and realize that someone in even your position who did that and realize it's worthless now, you still would look back and think I learned so much in those years. You know that it wasn't a complete waste, and you're so glad it happened, right? So right. it's kind of good to tell people, look, if you're in that position. go for it make the best you know, you, use of it yeah exactly you can still work on things at the same time things will get difficult things will get busy and you'll have less time but it, listening to your story you know you still that didn't stop you in any way you know you still kept working on your stuff and that foundation and using your time correctly so this is all doable correct and 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 the thing is you because you here at least considering the situation you can't leave everything and say this is what i'm going to do that's also a stupid thing to do you know yeah. so it's it's always good to have that strong foundation and then take the step forward but also you know um there is there is no point and like i i would i'm actually stressing on this point and i actually spoke to one of the people that texted me on instagram recently that You know there is never an actual or a correct time you're never going to be you can you never yeah. going to feel like you know what oh i am done here now this is what my next step is you just have to take the leap like there has to be that you know leap of faith that you know but you will feel it though like there is that intuition saying you know what this is right so when you feel that i think you should just go for it because there is never a correct time like there's never a time where you'll be okay i'm all settled on one side and i can start something now that 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 time is never going to come so yeah and and there's even when you do feel that uh, instinct to make that jump and you mm-hmm. do you can also realize that th- this again is still probably not going to be the finished item even though you make that jump you probably maybe make another jump in some years time you know for sure yeah so i i i didn't have mana on my you know mind when i made the jump so that just happened because i started learning from the experiences of mine and other founders and you know that's 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 basically every founder that i've spoken to is responsible for the birth of this product so yeah it's yeah. true i everyone everyone i've spoke to it's amazing that what you know whatever position they're in right now whether they're mm-hmm. running a business or the influence or what um, kind of market they're in hardly any of them saw themselves in that exact spot you know for the all the years prior they never thought okay that's where i want to get they've okay. kind of just always followed this internal instinct and made okay. these leaps of faith and had to just take a risk at some point and then they've navigated you know that 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 path that they've created and okay. they'll end up in some kind of position it's like oh you know after a few years of doing that you look around and go oh Well, I'm glad I made that little risk, you know, that little step. Yeah. That's very true, yes. Also, I think it's very important like, you know, you if you hear a lot of these stories, right? You realize that these guys even though they had like, you know, that strong passion towards whatever they're doing, but they're still open to, you know, pivoting into something else when you realize that it's not going to work. Right? So it's very important to keep that open mind because you need to keep making these jumps to actually make you know get the best version out of out you know the best version of yourself out 
right yeah. so if you're just stuck saying you know this is my product this i'm not going to move from this irrespective <laughs> of what people say then it's never going to work <laughs> yeah that is true um so uh, did we did we cover just then what would you advise to you know people uh, like uh, younger versions of yourselves coming through college and i would say to do college if if um that's what you kind mm-hmm. of have to do if you don't have that pressure please just find the uh, audacity to make that leap yourself is there any other advice that you would give um also yes <laughs> like i mentioned before don't don't get carried away by you know what the society is going to tell you or you know what people or your parents are also going to tell you because money is not something that you should focus on at least for the first few years at least till you right. discover if you if you're a brilliant if you're brilliant at coding and you know you know that's what you're going to do go for it take that money enjoy mm-hmm. right but if not that that shouldn't be your main focus because i i still see like a lot of people come work here for a bit but then they get an offer you know to do a very very normal job but then it's going to pay you much higher and they make the switch that right? it's it's so sad to you do you know see that people have experienced this and they're going to make a switch there you know like it so don't i don't think money should be uh, as important in the first few years it's okay to it's okay if your friends are earning uh, four times the amount it's okay, but because if, so, if it works out for you you're going to be earning way 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 more right so exactly yeah and you so might you actually thing, yeah. don't hear much you don't hear much about the people who have made that choice um well i mean you hear you hear about people Sorry, who have made that Well, one thing you hear about and people like to say is that oh I've taken this job because I'm getting you know a lot more money. You hear those mm-hmm. stories and it's sometimes sad because you know people are not going in where their instinct tells them where their heart is but they're going for other reasons mainly money. But mm-hmm. one thing I think people should realize is that the stories after that years down the line where someone has realized they've taken that uh, choice and that position but happiness has not followed them you know because it wasn't uh where their heart told them to go so that's, that's true. you what... know when i you know when i told you that you know i see my managers my senior managers you know where they are like 45 50 and that's when they realize you know what i just can't do this and they you know they I decided it's okay if i put everything on the risk i have to do something else so you do realize at one point So I think that's because nobody was there to tell them, you know, that it's okay to sort of take the step ahead. But now we have enough people doing it, enough people to inspire you, enough people to sort of, you know, guide you through it. So I think I think now it's it's if we still take that, you know, uh, oh, I'm, I, you know, if you still choose money over, you know, what you're interested in, I think it's our fault, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And we should take these risks at a younger age really, you know. It's fine to be in your 20s all the way up to being 30, you know. You can still take these lots of different risks, you know, and still mm-hmm. be young and still have enough ahead of you to create what you want, you know. 100%, yes. Um so just to finish Nikita, what I ask all my other guests is that um I put you under a bit of pressure here, but is there anything like a motto that you go by that you know you carry around you maybe a quote maybe something you've been taught as a child something that really you think about often that keeps you going um there's actually not one thing though so it's a very hard thing to um uh, tell you if i have to if i have to choose a one of it but um it think. can be a few things or you might not even have anything like i mean that could be your answer um mm-hmm. Uh, one thing is um um hmm, what what will be 
I don't have an answer to it actually like because there's a lot of things that that combines uh you know yeah. that, that that that's resulted in how I think and what I believe and you know yeah. but but yeah I mean if I have to choose one thing I don't think I can really say like this is the one thing that I follow but but I also do believe uh, as much as hard work is important I think um you know your smart work is play like you know makes the difference right so every you can see a lot of people doing hard work but then there are few people who are actually killing it because you know there's is a lot of like there's some something extra that's been put right so that's one thing and and i think it's it's very important for you to surround yourself with the right set of people uh, because that matters yeah that matters a lot because uh the people that are either pushes you way 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 ahead or you know sort of pulls you down Yeah. So I I believe in surrounding myself uh with the right set of people who are always encouraging who are who who always supported me I've supported them so it's it's very important to like you know be around that set of crowd who will only help you like move forward and not be you down so that's one thing. Uh that is good advice because people mm-hmm. are people are definitely scared about losing you know friends around them who are who are close friends but they don't realize could be actually dragging them down and i think yeah. when you go on i want go on these kind of journeys and you evolve as a person you mm-hmm. do lose you do lose lots of these people you know who are close to you but at the end of the day as you evolve that is kind of what's needed and if you start yeah. creating this positivity around you people who grow people who um, support you you know that only mm-hmm. makes your path a bit quicker and 100% run that that's that i don't know whether people realize it but it's very very important i think that that sort of makes it or breaks it for most of them so yeah okay nikita well thank you so much for coming on and um i will for when this just go live i'll forward you any of the questions that people have um to send you and um oh, okay thank you so much for being on Thank you so much Tucher it was wonderful talking to you and I'm so glad we did this um <laughs> and I'm hoping to uh, I'm hope you know I'm really looking forward to what people have to say about it and if there are any questions they can ask me they can probably get in touch with me or get in touch with you and you could forward it anything will work Where can people contact you Nikita if they um uh, if they choose to ask any questions or if they could get in touch with me on instagram that's uh one thing or if if you want i can give you my email id that you could probably put it up as okay. well so yeah i will put your email and um instagram mm-hmm. on the on the post Perfect. when it goes live yes. okay yes that'd be okay. great yes thank you all right, Richard, thank soon. you so much bye bye yes bye-bye. thank you bye-bye.